And I'm thinking, from the perspective of a tree, okay, stay with me, people. You're a tree. Imagine yourself being a tree. What's the point? <laughs> Why do trees do it? What is the point? Say you're a tree now. Now this is kind of what they say the hard problem is of consciousness. Imagine, or not even imagine, what it is to be a bat is what they, the analogy they use. Consciousness of a tree, assume the consciousness of a tree. What's the point? These things have evolved over millions of years. They have a root system that pulls water and nutrients from the earth, leaves that pull photosynthesis, they produce oxygen, they've developed a bark on them, protective covering. These things live for hundreds of years. They can grow hundreds of feet high. What's the point? <laughs> You're a tree. You think to yourself, what is the point? Why am I doing this? And I'm not even talking about mammals. See, I'm not talking about mammals or fish or even insects that may have some type of awareness. And I'm not saying that trees don't have awareness. Trees are plants. But that is a complex system, just a tree. And no, I haven't been smoking weed. How did that come about? How did this whole thing develop in 13.4 billion years? Granted, I, could, I, I can't even begin to even think that I know what 13.4 billion years is. That span of time in itself could be a whole year of study at one of our higher institutions, just to understand the lengths of time that we are trying to talk about here. See, I'm looking at squirrels, a lot of squirrels around here. I kind of get squirrels. I mean, I don't get them. They're complex too, they're more complex than trees. But at least they run around, procreate, eat, gather food, survive. They have a point. What's the point of being a tree? <laughs> and some people say, well, it's to give us oxygen. Every, all, everything is here for us, for the benefit of man, given to us by the creator, who also just zap trees into existence. There was no evolution. There was no fantastic, so to speak, miraculous origin because God did it. God just said, boop, humans are here, boop, trees are here, boop, 
No need to figure out how it all came together from nothing. And to those people I say, the same boop that you say for man and boop for trees, I say for God. What boop God into existence? He was always here. Oh. God was always here. But everything else had to be created. God didn't have to be created, but everything else did. Oh, okay. End of discussion. <laughs> no sense of going farther than that. But you see my point. When you take back, take them all the way back to what created God. If you can agree or semi-relate to the idea of nothing, my point is there never was nothing. Nothing is even something. What created God? What created all this in the beginning? All this complexity that I see in a tree and plants, algae, single-celled organisms, trilobites, life in itself, insects, birds, fish, mammals, worms, whatever they are, viruses, All that evolved from a single spark in 13.4 billion years. I find that hard to believe. I think that uh, I've said it before, this system or this plan or this process has to be older than the universe. And once it is, you're opening up, it was a dead mouse or a dead rat. Looks like a dead mouse. And once it is older than the universe, something could be passed to this universe, be it a process, a mechanism, a subatomic particle. Then you're talking about time spans in the trillions and trillions and trillions, infinite. I mean, time spans that go beyond just about anything we can imagine. In fact, we can't imagine it. And with that kind of time span, possibilities become endless. I mean, look at all these trees. I love trees, don't get me wrong. I love me some trees. When I go back home, that's the first thing I notice. All the green trees and the green and the trees. And I was riding back there one time and I was like, we live within the trees. <laughs> I did in LA, it ain't like that. But you go back there, you're living like in a forest almost. Even though you're in the city, you're living within trees, <laughs> you know? Then every year, they lose all their leaves during the winter. 
How did that process evolve? How did that even come about? And then they were able to procreate and spread and survive through evolution, I mean, through eons of change. But what's the point? Of course trees don't have a conscious mechanism, the conscious mechanism that we have. And I say conscious mechanism, conscious mechanism, mechanism let's make that up kinda, to almost indicate that we have a process or a mechanism and don't really have consciousness. Because some people, you know, believe our consciousness is limited and we really don't have free will. Not so much that we're living in a matrix, not so much that we're experimenting somebody's petri dish. And even if we were, what created the people who got us in there? What started the people who put us in this petri dish? Even if we are in the matrix, what created them? If you subscribe to the idea of nothing, and everything had to be created or created to be something. I mean, trees just grow. They don't ask what's the point. They can't, number one. At least as far as we know, they can't. So they're just out there doing their thing for hundreds and hundreds of years. They procreate, they have seeds, they grow, they expand. What do trees do for fun? Mammals and puppies and stuff you can see, they play. Cats and dogs, they play. Animals play. And that play has become part of uh, the learning process and, ever, and growth and development of these species, all species, I guess. Where it maybe seem like, you know, people just playing around, but the infant creature or animal is learning while it plays. Laughter. Joy, these are all from higher life forms. What does a tree do? <laughs> Trees just, I mean, no nonsense, just grout. Look at them. Like I said, you go back east, there are thousands, if not millions. You're riding on the freeway, you just look out over miles and miles of green thick, lush, to the point you can um, you feel like you can smell the trees. The air has a humidity to it or something. You feel like you're within the trees. I was riding Mill Creek Park. I was within the trees. It was like a <laughs> I was in their land. I used to, you know, get a little buzz drive down there at night by myself sometime. It was creepy. Not even at night, during the day. 
where you can see. And you're like, you're in their domain. You're down there by yourself. There's nobody else around. Driving in your car. It was like I could feel the energy of the tree. Or I could get a sense of what it may be like. Yeah, see that? Yeah. Or I got a sense of what it may be like. The trees talk to each other when there's nobody around. Or how the trees communicate with each other or exchange whatever, whatever. But as far as we know, trees don't have that capacity because they don't have the mechanism. A mechanism or a gland or, I don't even wanna say brain. A nervous system, a nervous system, how about that? But they respond they can repair themselves. They have bark. They have an agenda. Trees have an agenda. Yeah. So you kind of get where I'm coming from. And I'm walking, I don't know if you can see all the trees, but I'm in the trees though, so now, okay, after I'm in the trees. Sue me. I'm in the trees. Right now, I would love to go back home <clears throat> to Ohio. The trees are starting to turn. It's fall. People think that's beautiful. I'd rather see it green. But the changing of the leaves is stunning. It's definitely stunning, I will say that the different colors for miles and miles. It is truly stunning. But I think my favorite time is <clears throat> when it's green, humid, and thunderstorms. <clears throat> That's my time. Anyhow, and it stays warm at night. Comfortably warm at night. California is a desert, it's a little different. And it seems, in a way, it may be like the South, they say, the humidity and the heavy weather, heavy whatever heavy means, gives it a slowness. And out here in California, <clears throat> it's kind of dry, sharp feeling and hot or whatever. The air or whatever, Christmas or whatever, gives a, seems to me to be a more energetic, faster type feel. Where when I go back home, it's definitely a slower, I don't want to say lazier, but a slower type energy. When you go down south, it's definitely that also. But when I went to Houston, and it was so goddamn ridiculously hot, it was so goddamn hot in Houston that they need to use that as a tourist attraction. Come see what it's like to be in hell. <laughs> I ain't never experienced anything like that before. And I like heat. 
I have never experienced anything like that before. And I love heat and humidity or whatever it's called. But what was going on in Houston when I was there was ridiculous. It was purely ridiculous. It made me laugh. It was a novelty. It was so hot that it was a novelty. And I brought that up because it didn't really have a, like a lazy down on the bayou <laughs> kind of feel to it that maybe I'm picking up from watching too much TV. Anyway, my name is Jeffrey and just wanted to talk about trees and the complexity, how they evolved, where they came from, how this system came to be, how the trees become trees to grow and to be what they are today, to be all over the world and thriving. Just plants, period. I'll study it. I'll study it, I'll Google it. Take a deeper look again, because I'm sure I've done it before. Making sure my mic, I love playing my stuff. I love playing my new equipment, my new toys. Don't I? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Anyhow, my name is Jeffrey. Just did 17 minutes talking about trees. <laughs> Swing on y'all. Two times for the second time for the phone.